Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. In the guests of Promised Messiah, Assalamu alaikum warahmatullah. If I mention the term dwellers of the cave or people of the cave, what would come to our minds? The first thing that may come to mind is the cavemen of the past, which are backward, uncivilized. They, those may be the people of the cave. Uh, we, we can also think about the Ashabe Kahf, or the dwellers of the cave, the initial followers of Christianity who stuck to the core principle of Tawheed, and the world persecuted them, rejected them, and they had to hide underground in the caves to preserve their faith. But they didn't let it go and stuck to the principles initially. We'll talk more about caves and the people of the cave in a little bit. Recently, we have seen a rise in hate. We have heard the terms or statements to go back to your country or go back to your homeland or you're not fit here or um, if you want to stay here, then change, adapt our, our lifestyles, our way of living. Well. Sure, that is their suggestion, but what do we see on this side of the world, or, or in fact, enti entire world? We see, as I mentioned, rise of hate, cultures picked against culture, religion against religion. It is lack of trust. Sometimes neighbors can't trust each other. Rich against poor, black against white, immigrants versus non-immigrants, haves and have-nots. There is violence, there is bloodshed, there is bombing. Vehicles are plowing into crowds, acid attacks, stabbing. You see around us, and what we see is, as Quran says, insana lafi that, that man does appear to be in a state of loss. So they tell us that you have to go back and you, or, or you adapt your ways. And what is it that they want to preserve? They want to preserve their lifestyle, which is free, uninhibited, no restrictions. That's what they want to preserve. And there is a clash there. You know, we come in with hijabs and beards and caps and dress codes and morality and goodness. And they said, well, no, we don't want any of that. We want to be We want relentless, relentless pursuit of pleasure. Allah Ta'ala does mention about this lifestyle and this way of living where there is no inhibition. And Allah Ta'ala says in the chapter, well, the cave, Surah Al-Kahf, the people of the cave is mentioned. So in this chapter, Allah says in verse 8, Verily, we have made all that is on the earth as an ornament for it, that we may try them as to which of them is best in conduct. So yes, Allah Ta'ala has given this way of life, an uninhibited way of life. And it looks appealing, it looks attractive. And people want to preserve it. They don't want anybody in it. And so these movements arise, the alt-rights, 
the One Nation in Australia, the Brexit in UK, the National Front in France, this clash, they don't want anybody coming in to say, well, you can't do this or you can't do that. And so this is disunity. People are dividing apart. This phenomena is observed, so when they see us, people like us, they say, well, you go back to the caves. You belong underground. You don't, want to, you, you don't belong to the surface of the earth. And this phenomenon repeats over and over again. I'll talk a little bit about that in a moment. Now, despite the divides, we see social media on the rise. People are trying to connect. Yes, we are connected from one part of the world to the other in moments. But we're connected, we're not united. And, and that is a problem. For example, you bring, you go to Ikea and you bring a piece of furniture, all the parts are on the ground, but it's worth nothing unless you unite it. So the social media out there has, has helped connecting us, but it hasn't united. Well, people have realized along with us that there is a problem. There is a problem of uniting mankind. What do we do? There are superpowers, there are governments, there are radical organizations, there is United Nations. Everybody is trying their thought process. How do we bring people together? How do we unite them? The result is bad to worse. Every day that we pick up the news or surf the internet, we see that the problem is getting worse. So the, quest the question arises, before we look for the solution, what is the problem? What is going on here? I'll give a few examples so even the young ones can understand. Imagine a classroom where the teacher leaves. There's no teachers, just the young children sitting in the classroom. What happens to the classroom? Or a company where there's no boss, or a corporation where the CEO, CEO just leaves. Or imagine an airport where the control tower people have, have gone, and the, air, the, the flights are trying to land and nobody is dictating or controlling them. Or imagine a country where the head of the state disappears. Who's going to control? That is what is going on with humanity. They have rejected God Almighty. They have left him behind, the one who controls. So society, which has no control over it, then they can do whatever they want. They can usurp rights. They can use force. They can use violence. Everybody says, well, you follow me, and that is the right path. People will be united. This thought of godless lifestyle eventually leads to destruction. Again, going back to the chapter, The Cave, or Al-Kahf, Allah Ta'ala says, Verily, we have made all that is on the earth as an ornament for it, that we may try them as to which of them is best in conduct. And then Allah says, And we shall make all that is thereon a barren soil. Sayyidan Juruza, that is, everything will be destroyed that sort of lifestyle where you don't want God in, your, in, in, the, in the picture, in the midst to dictate, will be gone. Now we do see people unite. We have seen it. Remember the days after September 11th? What happened to United States? The entire country was united. You could see flags in front of every house. They were united. We could even see recently there were you know, basketball finals and you could see the entire stadium chanting in unison, in support of their team. They can unite. People from Pakistan and India know there was a final game recently. The entire country was united. So yes, people can unite. People can unite against a common enemy. People can unite 
for a common goal if they're, if they're trying to achieve something. So there are ways to unite. And the way to unite, Allah Ta'ala gives us a way. In chapter 3, Huda Ta'ala says, and you've heard the verse, وَأَتَصِمُوا بِحَبْلِ اللَّهِ جَمِيعًا وَلَا تَفَرَّقُوا وَاسْكُرُوا نِعْمَةَ اللَّهِ عَلَيْكُمْ إِذْ كُنْتُمْ عَدَاءً فَعَلَّفَ بَيْنَ قُلُوبِكُمْ فَأَصْبَحْتُمْ بِالنِّعْمَتِهِ إِخْوَانًا وَكُنْتُمْ عَلَىٰ شَفَاءَ حُفْرَةٍ مِنَ النَّارِ فَأَنْقَذَكُمْ مِنْهَا Then Allah Ta'ala says, and hold fast all together by the rope of Allah and be not divided. And remember the favor of Allah which He bestowed upon you when you were enemies and he united your hearts in love so that by his grace you become his bro as brothers and you were on the brink of a pit of fire and he saved you from it. Thus does Allah explain to you his commandments that you may be guided. So the solution has been given the Holy Quran, yes, to come to a common goal. And what is that common goal? Is that unite and, and unite and grab that rope of Allah means you bring God back to your lives. As soon as you bring God and His commandments back to your lives, the teacher returns to the classroom. The boss returns to the company, the CEO comes back to the corporation, the control tower people are back, and everything starts to, to, in motion again. Because now you follow His commandments in everything, in your relationships with each other. He rejects your arrogance, he inculcates love in you for your fellow human beings. Without bringing God back to our lives, mankind cannot achieve unity. And so this is what the verse and the Holy Quran guides us. Well, how do we get that rope of Allah? How do we connect to God Almighty? For that, Hudatala sends his prophets, his people, and his, after the prophets, his, the, the caliphs come in. Going back to the cave, Another cave, the cave of Hira. That is where the rope of Allah descended to Muhammad Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And he grabbed that rope and he became the rope of Allah for the mankind. And the mankind and the people who accepted him united by grasping that rope of Allah. Anwar Khan Sahib just gave us some stories. I'll just give you one little incident in the life of the Holy Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. How those people united for, for the cause of Allah and for the mission, Hazrat Masab bin Umar who was mentioned and again in the battle of Ahad, when he was given the flag of Islam to, in his hands and the enemy comes and strikes and cuts his, his right hand and he quickly grabs, doesn't let the flag go and grabs it in his left hand and his left hand is cut also but he, he grabs the flag to his chest and didn't let it go until he was martyred and killed. That was the the, the, the grasp on the robe of Allah that initial Muslims had. Unfortunately, the Muslims let it go. Unfortunately, the robe of Allah, the grasp they had, loosened over time. And Allah Ta'ala had told them what will happen, the pit of fire. The pit of fire, what is going on with Muslims in this day and age? Sect against sect, killing, murdering, the rulers are destroying their nations. The people are against their rulers. You know, it's amazing. We see these pictures of these toddlers dying, drowning, and coming to the shore. And the Muslims look at it, and it's like a cold. It's few sniffles and few sneezes, and they get over it. They move on. 
They're looking for these, these people, these migrants from Muslim countries. They try to cross seas and rivers and walk to get to non-Muslim countries for savior. Is that what the Prophet ﷺ wanted? What happened? They let go of the rope. They forgot that they, wanted, they, they needed to have Khuda Ta'ala in their lives. Fortunately, my brothers and sisters, the rope of Allah has descended again in another type of cave. This time, the cave was a small room in Qadiyan, the Baitul Dua, where Mirza Ghulam Ahmad of Qadiyan accepted that rope again. The same rope that descended on the Muhammad Mustafa وسلم, his Lord and Master. And people started gathering around him, the same goal, the same mission to bring God back in their lives, and they started to unite again. That rope was then given to his caliphs, and they are around us, and they help us unite together. We have a proven model now of over a century. You know, in medicine, the, all the medicine and treatments that we all use, the trials go on for sometimes 30 days, sometimes a year, sometimes five years to prove that a treatment is beneficial. This treatment is, has been tested for over 120 years now and is proven that man can be united together. Ahmadis in Russia unite with Ahmadis in America. Ahmadis in Palestine unite with Ahmadis in Israel. Ahmadis in India unite with Ahmadis in Pakistan. People of all colors, all backgrounds, all faiths have been united together in this proven model of unity. And as I said, this has been tested for over 120 countries, all the way from the islands of Fiji to the Marshall Islands. Ahmadis have been united, and this has been going on and on and getting better. The others tell us, well, go back to the caves. You don't belong on the surface. Go back to the caves, that's where you deserve. You talk about Allah, you talk about morality, you talk about goodness. These are the values forgotten. We don't need you. But remember, it is the people of the cave who are always successful. Now, just to give you a few glimpses in this united community from recent travels of Hazrat Khalifatul Masih, remember Indonesia, where the Ahmadis, three of them, were murdered brutally and a mosque was attacked. Recent, that Qaed of that majlis where this happened went to meet with Hazrat Khalifatul Masih. And he walked out and he said, nothing can even ever be better in my life than what I experienced that day. Because to be attacked and injured for my faith and for promised Messiah is a great blessing given to me by Almighty Allah. I wanted Hazur to know my feelings. However, I could not express or say anything, just started to cry. My heart was shaking and trembling. My only regret, my only regret that I could not protect them, but I will never forget them. This was his feeling. This is how rope of Allah connects and changes even the young heart. This brother was united in faith with an elderly lady. Again, an incident related after the martyrdom in Lahore, when there were a lot of graves uh, back to back, side by side. And people saw this lady run around uh, from grave to grave, and they, wanted, they thought she's forgotten someone, or she's looking for a relative. So they asked her, you know, who have you forgotten? Who's your relative in here? And she goes, they are all mine. Ye sare mere hain. 
There was no one directly related to her, but she went from grave to grave. It was this arm dehati lady, you know, just illiterate lady. But that is the connection that the Khilafat has created. The rope of Allah also strengthens the lady, a martyr, the wife of a martyr says when she, after meeting Hazur, the thing that caused me the most pain was not that my husband had been martyred, but thinking of the pain that Hazur will have felt after this terrible incident. I could not tolerate thinking of the pain and grief that will have been felt by my beloved Imam. This love goes both ways. Hazrat Khalifatul Muthamis was meeting a family. There was a young man who had a disease and his muscles were all weak. He picked the pen in his lips and used to type on keypads to set letters to Hazrat Khalifatul Masih. When he meant his family went to meet Hazur, they couldn't go, his wheelchair couldn't go in because the room was small. He said, well, you know, I could even, I can at least listen to my Imam. When his family walked out, out comes Hazur behind them to come out and meet with him, to, keep, to give him comfort that he was there to meet him. Hazrat Khalifatul Masih Rabe Rahimullah, the day before he left Pakistan, an incident is narrated. I'll just read in Urdu first. Uh, he says, Mene aapko isliye nahi bithaya ke khitab kar sakun. Mene isliye bithaya hai ke me aapko dek sakun. Aapko dekne se meri aankho. आपको देखने से मेरी आंखों को ठंडक और दिल को तस्नीक तस्कीन मिलती है मुझे आपसे मोहब्बत है इश्क है खुदा की कसम किसी मां को भी अभी अपने बच्चे से इतना प्यार नहीं जितना मुझे आपसे है हुजूर सेड दैट आई हैवंट कॉल्ड यू हियर टू गिव अ स्पीच और अ लेक्चर बट आई जस्ट वांटेड टू सी यू द पीपल ऑफ माय कम्युनिटी बिकॉज़ दैट गिव्स मी कंफर्ट माय डियर ब्रदर्स एंड सिस्टर दिस इज अ न्यू यूनाइटेड नेशंस दैट हैज डेवलप्ड the address of this United Nations is not in New York, but 16 Gresson Hall Road in London, England. If you want to go visit there and you'll see this new United Nations. The example of unity we see is right here in front of us. In all jalsas that we see, people of all colors, all faiths, all backgrounds, they're all united as one. We're all together. We greet each other. We hug each other. We pray together. We eat together. That is the global unity, again, has been tested for over 100 years. The most practical demonstration of that is the Alami bath, the international bath. See, all of this is a divine plan. We can see that, that robe of Allah sitting and his hand over the hands of followers, and that connection is present throughout. In fact, that is such a beautiful incident. This, this unity is a wonder of the world. Not only wonder of the world, it's the wonder of heaven because it's seen both from the heaven and from the earth. So we have added another wonder to the wonders of the world, this connection between the Khilafat and unity of mankind. Zindabad. 
I, I didn't even have to give you a whole speech. Here is a statement from a journalist from Benin in the UK Jalsa. He says, he's talking to Hazur, he says, whilst I have been here, I have seen that you people love, your people love you very much. They do not worship you, but their hearts are overflowing with the love for the Khalifa. And in the same way, it seems that you sincerely love them. You sincerely love each and every Ahmadi, and you have a personal relationship with them. When you sit, the Ahmadis sit, and when you stand, the Ahmadis stand. This is how people recognize it is their statements to show us the unity. My dear brothers and sisters, there's one condition though. If we are trying to invite people to us, we have to, and unite them, we have to be united ourselves. Another, I told you the cave of the promised Messiah, he gave us, he told us, he gave us that one condition. And it says, Jetu mera ho rahim, subjak tera ho. In Punjabi, the, the subject, the entire world is going to be given to us, but the condition was given was, we have to become gods. If we become gods, the entire world can become ours. Are we united? If I send someone to do the survey on the ladies' side from our spouses, are we united in our homes? Are we loving and caring in our homes? And I tell you, angels do that survey every day and submit to Khuda Ta'ala. Are we loving to our children? Are the children loving with us? Are we connected as a community, the office holders, the non-office holders? Are we following our Khalifa? When he just recently, yeah, day before yesterday, he told us, listen to my sermons. Are we united and connected that way? My brothers and sisters, victory is at our feet. Victory of uniting mankind. Victory of bringing God or pleasure of bringing God in our, um, in, in our lives. It's near, but we have to bring that robe of Allah in our hearts. But don't be overwhelmed if we see the world so large and people against. Remember another cave. This time the cave of Thor. The Holy Prophet Muhammad was in the cave. The enemy was all around. They could see. Prophet Muhammad could see the footstep. But he said, what did he say? La tahzan inna Allah mana. Have no fear, God is with us. So if we bring God in our caves, we should have no fear whatsoever because it's a statement of the Prophet for us. La tahzan inna Allah mana. The reason we care about the society and the mankind it's not because we want to win numbers. It's because we care for them. You remember the poem that was just recited? The pain with which the promised Messiah delivered that poem. That is the pain we have for our brothers and sisters. My dear brothers, by holding fast to the rope of Allah, we can all become ropes of Allah and we can unite mankind. Bring them all to our caves. We are the people of caves. We are Ashab-i Qahaf. Our caves are large, they're well lit because they're lit by the nur of Khuda Ta'ala, the rope of Allah that lives amongst us. Now, I'll read to you a, a portion of Hazrat Khalifa Masih al-Khamis. He says, especially directing to Muslim word, he says, in my view, the future of Islam is not in the hands of Wahhabis or extremists, but God willing, is in the hands of Ahmadi Muslims. Future of he says, the future, uh, in my view, the future of Islam is not in the hands of Wahhabis or extremists, but God willing is in the hands of Ahmadi Muslims 
We are currently in a period where we are still introducing our teachings in this part of the world, but one day people will join in large numbers. And listen to this. He says, my only fear is whether we Ahmadis will be ready for that moment and be ready to absorb so many people and to facilitate their moral training. So are you ready to say with me that Ya Sayyidi, Ya Sayyidi, hum aapke daamon ko pakad kar aaj bhi tayyar hain, kal bhi tayyar rahenge, aur apne bachon ko bhi tayyar karenge. That, oh, oh, Khalifa e Waqt. Zindabad. Zindabad. Allah Akbar. Oh, Khalifa e Waqt. We will be ready, inshallah. We're ready today and we'll be ready tomorrow. But that requires that we be honest with him, that we obey him. Every week he sends us, he delivers a sermon, and then he has to go on and send a message to us, say, please listen to my sermons. That we have to do to grab his robe of Allah and be like Bunyani Mursus, be like molten lead, and we'll bring the entire humanity and world toward us. Lastly, I'll tell you about an app. You know, we talked about social media. I'll tell you about an app. But that app is not my app. That app was given to us by Khuda Ta'ala. And that is Hablullah. That is the app called the Rope of Allah. And that app has to be downloaded in our hearts, not in our phones. And that app is very accurate. You know, we all have these apps and you, we, we are counting our steps because we want to get healthy. This app will count our steps towards how strongly are we grasping the rope of Allah. How strongly are we bring, uh, obedient to Khuda's Khalifa and how strongly are we committed to Allah's mission. So please download this app called the rope of Allah and invite the entire humanity to our caves where the rope of Allah decides and inshallah we can unite the man, entire mankind. May Allah help myself, my family and all of us and we, by, by uniting together you know, Hazur's fears about us, we can eliminate them. And as na ho ki hamari kisi cheez se Hazrat Khalifatul Musiqo ke dukh aur takleef ho. Aakhir udaana, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alamin.